another pandemisode of Music Raygun. I'm Paul Champanelli. I'm Kirk Pinchon. Oh, Kirk, how you doing? I'm great. Every, hanging in there? Hanging in there. Uh, yep. Day 76 for us. Ooh. Oh, yeah, we keep track. How wonderful it is. <laughs> yeah, that, that's just going to get bleaker and bleaker. It really is. Once it, if it's 100, we're just like, oh, what have we done? 100 days. 100 days. It's going to be more than that. Probably. Probably. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're on day 76. Yep. Because uh, we're in late May of 2020. In case any historians are referring <laughs> to this podcast someday, <laughs> trying to discover... We found this wh- ancient... What the beginning of the end was. This is where it started. This obscure podcast called Music Ray Gun. Yeah. So what have you been up to? Anything in the last uh, couple weeks or just no, the routine? Nothing. The only really uh, <laughs> same routine. I did finish yeah. listening to all of Prince. Ooh, I finished every it. Prince song, every yeah. Prince album on Spotify. Yeah, but going in reverse, going so in reverse, on the which was a treat. Album. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, yeah, once I got in the eighties, I was like, oh yeah. It's yeah, yeah. I would imagine the difference is is clear when you do it that way. There is a definitive like. In the 2000s, I was listening, and I was like, oh, no, there's a lot of good stuff here. I was really like, oh, yeah. wow, I forgot there's a lot of good. And then I hit, like, mid-90s, and I was like, woof. <laughs> I was like, you had some good stuff, but you had you put out a lot of stuff that you didn't need to put out. And then, like, yeah. 89, 88 rolled around. I'm like, oh, he's back. That's when it, yeah. And then it's just it's just clear sailing. Oh, yeah. It's the, just yeah. hit after hit. Um, yeah. I think I had said that the last time I really paid attention to Prince was the Love Symbol album, but he did have a big hit after that. Not that I like listened to the whole album, mm-hmm. but it was uh, the most beautiful girl in the world. Oh, you know what? Fun fact: he yeah. wrote that as a single, and that's yeah. when he was like in him and Warner Brothers were really, really just hating each other. And right. he's like, "Hey, I got this hit. Uh, it's going to be a big hit. Do you want to just release this as a single?" And Warner Brothers was like, no. And Prince is like, fine, I'll release it myself. And it became a huge hit. Yeah. It, it, this was still around the time where I was not allowed to watch MTV. But I was oh, allowed wow. to watch VH1. Yeah. And it that was, that was right in the sweet spot for VH1. They played the video for that song a lot. They did. That's a, that is, aptly put, that is a sweet spot yeah. VH1 hit. Always yeah. on. Big wedding yes. song. Yeah, it's it ain't bad. It's not like the best of Prince. No. But it's 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 not a bad one. It's yeah, bad it's one. good. It's a good yeah. one. So I um you know I watch Survivor yes. with our friends Katie and Whitney. Mm-hmm. Katie, who's been on the show several times. And I swear this is going to a place of music. Okay. I was wondering. Yeah. And uh so the the fortieth season ended a couple weeks ago, and uh because of the pandemic We'd still been watching it together. Like, we'd get on Zoom and mm-hmm. watch it at the same time and just sort of, you know, chit-chat with each other while it was on, like we usually do in person. And then when the season ended, we kind of figured, like, well, we don't want to stop hanging out, you know, mm-hmm. because we're all socially distanced. Yeah. Um, so we decided that we'd continue watching Survivor every Wednesday and we'd just pick an old season to watch together. Oh, Nice. Yeah, so we arbitrarily picked this one from 2009, mm-hmm. season 18, which I was fine with because it's one of my favorites, actually. Wow. 
And one of the cast, I told them while we were watching it, I was like, now see this this woman, Taj, who's on the island in the season. She was in SWV. Oh, no way. Yes. Right. Yeah. So you know who SWV yeah. is. Katie and Whitney did not know who SWV is. Okay. Not to throw shade. I'm shocked that mm-hmm. uh, Katie didn't know. Well, I mean, they're about the same age. Yeah, but Katie likes uh, likes R&B a little more than Whitney. Sure. I'm not throwing shade at them for not knowing. Yeah. I was I'm a little surprised a little that they don't know. But the funny thing to me is they're like, Whitney's five years younger than mm-hmm. me and Katie is six years younger than me, which isn't that much of an age gap. Yeah. But it just kind of it just kind of reminded me how like how quickly pop music changes and how do you know what I mean? Like yes, yes. Five years goes by now, and some some music that came out five years ago still seems new to me. <laughs> <laughs> but for me, a song that came out in 1992 and like SWV weren't massive, and they didn't change the landscape of pop music, but they had a few pretty big hits. They had big and, hits. And when I hear when I hear like "Weak" or "I'm So Into You," like I flash back to oh yeah, like fourth, fourth and fifth grade. I mean, right here. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, come on! I mean, oh, because that was right around the time, as I've said before, that I that I started listening to the radio and paying attention to pop music. Yeah, and those are like era defining songs to me. Even, like they're they're good. They're not like great. They're not legendary songs, but they're real good, and they sound exactly like nineteen ninety two. Yes, and they were around. They they weren't obscure hits. Like they were yeah. played everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. But but that five year difference when the, when you're that young yeah. is the difference between like yeah that's the sound of that time to me and never heard of yeah it. just, it's just not on their radar because they're toddlers. <laughs> right. I'll bet if I sent them the songs they would recognize like weak they'll be like oh yeah I've heard yeah this. they would recognize but it's weak. not they didn't instantly go like oh my god SWV you know like <laughs> yeah they're, they're on Survivor that's crazy. Right. right. Oh. And the funny thing is, not to take it back away from music, but Taj, who was not the lead singer, she mm. was one of the two sort of backup ones. And But she's married to a guy named Eddie George, who was a big NFL quarterback. Okay. Sounds familiar. In the 90s. So her tribe, you know, they're having like getting to know you chit chat. And she's like, oh, my husband's like a, an NFL analyst because he was retired by this point. Mm. And they're like and, and basically like the guys on her tribe sort of pull it out of her that her husband is Eddie George. And they're like, oh, my God, Eddie George, Heisman Trophy winner, Eddie George. And she's like, yeah. <laughs> and and the whole time. And if I remember right from watching this season a couple times before, she never tells them that she was in SW. Oh, wow. Right, because she's not. They weren't big enough that you'd instantly recognize her. No one recognizes her. For yeah, but I think it's especially because they're all generally around the same age-ish. If if she's like, right. yeah, I was an SWV, I'm sure they would have been like, what? Yeah, they would have remembered because this was filmed in 2008, and they were all adults. Yeah, you know, so they had to at least known the name. Right, right, right. Uh, they just think she's like this football wife. And I'm like, no, fuck you guys. Yeah. She is an SWV. She is a bigger star than her yeah. husband. Give her some fucking credit. Yeah. Eddie George is married to Taj from SWV, not the other way yeah. around. More people know the music of SWV than they know the career of Eddie George. 
<laughs> I don't know that that's true, but in my world, it's a way bigger deal. Uh, yeah. Well, our, way world, our world's the coolest. Yeah. <laughs> our world's the coolest. <laughs> yep. Says that's Kirk like this. Pinchon. That's the subtitle of this show. <laughs> Music ray gun. Our world's yep. the coolest. That's tr- totally correct. Kirk. Yeah. But now it's time for Don't At Me. Don't at me. Okay, Don't At Me is the part of the pandemisode when Kirk and I each say a hot take or an unpopular opinion about something in music, but we don't care about anyone else's opinion. Do we, Kirk? We do not. We certainly no. don't. So, so don't at us, yeah, please. don't. Please don't. Yeah. Um, I'll go first this time. Okay. I think you went first last time. Sure. So I know the first and last name of every member of NSYNC, but I know the full name of only one Backstreet Boy... And just the first names of two of the others. I know, right? All right. I'm with you. And, and, and I think that amount of respect from me for each band is in line with what, e- with, with what each respective group deserves. <laughs> Don't at me. Wow. Okay. So working backwards, who mm-hmm. do you know? Whose first name and last name do you know in, in Backstreet Boys? I know that there's one named Nick Carter. Okay, yeah. Okay, right. And yeah. then the other two the, names... He's the blonde one, and he's yes. got a brother named Aaron Carter, who is also a pop Correct. I know that. I also am pretty sure there's one named AJ. Correct. And, and one named Brian. Correct. And then the other two are total mysteries. To one me. is Kevin. Kevin Richardson. Kevin. Okay, that sounds familiar when you say it, but I know I'm going to forget it again. And then literally the other guy. The, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. so you know all the names of the NSYNC. Yeah, Justin Timberlake, J.C. Chazé, Joey Fatone, Chris Kirkpatrick, and Lance Bass. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know what? That's really interesting. I think I do too, but I like Backstreet Boys better. You've said that many times, and so I'm surprised that, you yeah. that you're saying one of them's just the other guy. Yeah, because... I could at least name all the first name of NSYNC, and I'm completely blanking on the other guy. Yeah. Completely blank. If I, is, wait, so if I had quizzed you on NSYNC without rattling them off myself, would you have been able to come up with all five full names? Uh, I, w- I would have been able to do that, but the, the Chris Kirkpatrick, I put it, probably would have just said Chris. He's, he's definitely the, the, the last one you'd remember. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I think part of the reason I'm even able to remember Chris Kirkpatrick, to be honest with you, is because Eminem name checked him in one of the songs on uh, uh, the Marshall Mathers LP, which, by the way, just celebrated its 20th anniversary. If you oh, that's age. right, that's right. I forgot about that. Oh boy, old. Yeah. Okay, I just looked up the name of the 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 Backstreet Boy we couldn't remember, and it's apropos Howie. Howie. Howie Duro. Okay, now when you when you say it, it sounds familiar. What's his last name? Duro, D-O-R-O-U-G-H. I don't think I've ever yeah. heard his last name. A.J. McLean wouldn't have known that. Howie Duro wouldn't, wouldn't have known that. Nick Carter knew that. Kevin Richardson mm-hmm. knew that. Brian Luttrell didn't know that. Okay, yeah. When you said Richardson and Luttrell and uh, McLean, those rang a bell. Yeah. Howie, whatever. I already forgot again. Yeah. Duro? Duro. Yeah. Wow, that is really an interesting thought experiment because I do like Backstreet Boys better. 
yeah no this is a surprising find that yeah. you're sort of in the same spot even though you prefer wow the, ba- the backstreet boys I, I, feel, I feel like i have to reassess my life <laughs> you've changed yeah. me paul you've changed yeah. me i still i still remember the story you told i don't remember where you heard it about how like jc was supposed to be oh i heard that from um um oh my god uh, uh joey actually joey joey oh that's right you yeah which from joey Fatone. i did a, i did a a storytelling show that he hosted yeah and that, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. where he was like he was like yeah, yeah. when uh when uh, uh justin was like hey, i'm gonna do a solo album he's like yeah. that's fine go do it <laughs> <laughs> See, I was I, I was in high school when they were big, and and to, in my memory, Justin was always like he was the Joey McIntyre, like he was the cute one, he was the one that all the girls went crazy for. But okay. JC was the one who was like the talent. Right? Yeah, like he was gonna he was gonna be the breakout star. That's how I remembered it too. It's yeah. like, oh, that dude, that's like the one that's he's gonna have the solo career. Right, and, and that, then Timberlake was like, "No, I'm going to have that part too. I'm just going to, I'm going to have everything. I'm going to take it all." Yeah, apparently, I remember distinctly Joe Fatone's like, "Yeah, we're like, yeah, go do a solo album. It doesn't matter. It's going to be JC anyway. He's the one that's going to be big." Yeah, <laughs> genius. Is is Joey Fatone the most regular guy to ever come out of a boy band? He is such a Joe bag of donuts. He's the most down to earth dude. So to ever down have to earth, a pop star, and yeah. so like. Hey man, I gotta make money. I'll just like I'll do whatever. I'll do like a hair commercial. I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> he, he's like he's like I just he's like I need to make money, so I don't care. I don't care what I do. Yeah, totally yeah. nice guy. Totally down to yeah. earth. He yeah. seems it. Yeah. All right, hit us with your don't at me. Okay, here's my don't at me. If you are a Gen Xer and someone comes up to you and says, "Hey, what's the most nostalgic song ever?" If you don't say Power of Love by Huey Lewis in the news, then you are stupid. Don't at me. Wow. Yeah. That just hit me like a week ago. <clears throat> okay. Power- That's, that is actually, uh, even for me, is not quite a Gen Xer. Very yeah. strong memories tied to that song. Power of Love. I heard it the other day. Yeah. And I just was like... <gasps> Like, it just, like, overtook me. And I was like, that's, yeah. oh, my God. That's, <laughs> why did that feel that way? I have no idea. But it took, it was such a strong feeling. And it brought me back so immediately. I was like, oh, my God. Out of every song I've ever heard in the 80s, that's the one. That's the one. What do you think of when you hear it? Do well, you have any particular memories? There's, there is, of course, the movie, of course, Back to the Future, but it's more yeah, just Yeah, you think like, of Michael J. Fox on a skateboard. I think of Michael J. Fox on the but I just think I'm immediately taken back to, oh, I'm 15. Like you yeah. can just feel like you are 15. And it feels like you can feel like where you were and what you were doing, especially with the song. Uh, me too, except I'm four. <laughs> and I'm watching a, a live, like a televised Huey Lewis concert that my parents had taped and that I used to watch all the time. That's hysterical. Mine And apparently, I don't remember this, but my my parents like to remind me that I used to call that song the credit card song. Why? I think I've talked about this on the show before. Oh, wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's that lyric where he says, don't need no credit don't card. Don't need credit card to ride, to ride this train. train. For some reason, my brain, my four-year-old brain <laughs> just latched onto that. Oh, that's so funny. I love the point yeah. where sometimes, at some point in your life, you're like, Oh, that's not called. That's not the credit card song. That's called Power of Love. In my brain, that song is 
The Power of Love, and then parentheses, the credit card song. Parenthetical, the yeah. credit card song. The credit it card should song. have been that. Um, <laughs> yeah, it takes me back to uh, summer of uh, freshman going into sophomore where I, I had a job washing cars and just like playing that on a, on a boom box as I'd wash cars because that was on the radio constantly. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been like 1985. Yeah. 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 Yep. So that's the most nostalgic song. Gen Xers, so just say that. You don't have to thank me. You're welcome. <laughs> I like that choice. Yeah. Um, it's a great song, too. Because when I think of Gen X, I think of the 90s. But, of course, you know, you were a teen in the 80s. And yeah. that's when you're really building your nostalgia. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Cool. That was a good one. Yeah. All right. Now it's time for Top Fives. This yeah. This is our special quarantine segment. Where in each pandemisode, Kirk and I will choose a different topic for a list, and then we'll list our top five for that topic. Yeah. And this week's topic is top five earworms. Yeah. Which if, you... if, if someone doesn't know what an earworm oh, ahead, is, yeah. it's a song that gets stuck in your head. Yes. And better you... or worse. And it can't, yeah. it, it, it can be good. It can be bad. Oh yeah. It can be very bad. It's. When you brought when you when you brought this up and you're like, hey, do you yeah. want to do this? And I was immediately like, yeah, it, it, it's one of those. All of these came in a flood. I just I literally was like, oh, I should do some. Oh, no, nope, I got it. 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 And then I realized, oh, they're all 90s songs. And <laughs> and three of them, two and a half of them, maybe suck. Yeah, I've got a mix of, of terrible songs and good songs. Yeah. It was a little harder for me to come up with mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm sure there are songs that get stuck in my head that I couldn't come up with and that yeah. I'll think of later. And then I, I didn't put this restriction on the topic when I proposed it. But for me, I was like, well, it's got to be quote unquote real songs. Because otherwise it would all just be like kid songs, jingles, and oh. TV theme music. Yeah. And so, yeah, I did, you know, true. like it would be, it would literally be Pop Goes the Weasel, <laughs> a Kit Kat jingle, and I Dream of Genie's theme song, which I fi- constantly find myself whistling, even though I don't think I've ever seen an episode of I Dream of Genie. I mean, no joke, the song is literally now in my head. Yeah, yeah. It's, and that one actually doesn't bother me that much. No, or like okay. whistling the Andy Griffith theme song, you know? Oh, that's classic. Um, yeah. So I tried to pick like song songs. Mine are all songs. Mine are all shockingly. I didn't plan it, but they are all from the mid to early nineties. Oh, maybe one's not. Uh, maybe one's two thousand. But most of them are nineties. Three of mine are from the nineties. And I wonder if we have one of the same ones because one of mine I think is maybe one that a lot of people would name. Yeah, I tried to make it real personal and pick the ones that are like I'm probably the only weirdo. Who gets this song stuck in his head, except for except for one. But but why don't you kick it off? Okay. What's your number five? Kick it off. My number five is uh, a one hit wonder that from the nineties. Uh-huh. I'm gonna say it was I think it was like ninety six, maybe early ninety seven. Uh, can you I, know can it? I take a wild guess? Oh yes, this is exciting. Go for it. Your woman by White Town. I don't even know what that is. You don't remember that? Oh, you would you would if you heard it, but I guess I missed. Because that's the song that was huge at the time and that's been like sort of forgotten. This is uh How Bizarre by OMC. <gasps> oh yeah, I love How Bizarre by OMC. <laughs> yeah. How bizarre. How bizarre. I How wish bizarre. that would get stuck in my head more often. 
That was the first song I thought of when you brought this up. And it literally just went, okay. ooh, baby. And I was like, oh, that's my number five. Yeah. You're making yep. me. I don't know what the, the uh, I only know the uh, chorus. And mm-hmm. I don't know what the guy says. And I don't care to know because it's kind of like a talk song. Yeah. But then it cuts into the yeah. chorus of how bizarre and ooh, baby, you're making me crazy every time I look around. Oh, yeah. 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 All the parts of it fast. are good. He's got such a weird singing voice, and it's such an odd tune, but it's very catchy. It's it's almost, but not quite a novelty song at this point. Yeah, I would say yeah. so. Yeah, um, but that was the one. That was the first one that came into my into my ears. Was uh, "How Bizarre" by OMC. Yeah, yeah. He tragically died. That guy, pretty young, of like lupus or some autoimmune yeah. disease or something. Yeah. I had um, I vaguely remember that, yeah. But that's the only other song I know by them, so. Yeah, which isn't to suggest that they would have had a million hits. Yeah, if he'd survived. Yeah, like they had that. You know, it wasn't it wasn't right after they got famous. They were they were pretty much done. But yeah, mm-hmm. I remember hearing that he died, and I was like, oh no, <laughs> OMC, the Harper's Hour guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so my yeah. my fifth my fifth one is sort of an honorable mention, and I'll explain it. And it's uh, it's a song called Pew Pew Pew. By Auntie Hammy. I from, oh, from her album Issa 22, which is from 2018. Do, they, is, do they go pew 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 in it? They go pew pew pew. Pew pew pew. It goes like this. Hold up. Wait a minute. Issa 22. Pew pew pew. Pew pew pew. Hold up. Wait a minute. It's a chopper. And that's like pretty much the whole song. It's just I, that over and over. I've never heard this song, but so I officially love it. This song has been stuck. This is the song that's been stuck in my head like for the past few weeks. Mm-hmm. And it's it's my most current earworm. And I love it. And also this stands in as an example of how TikTok is just an earworm factory. Yeah. Because I spend a lot of time on TikTok, especially since we've all been quarantined. Mm-hmm. And TikTok, I, I'm sure, I don't know if you spent any time on TikTok. Very little. Or if your really. kids do. Uh, my daughter does a lot, yeah. Yeah, it's sort of like Vine, but it's way more music-based. Mm-hmm. And if someone, like someone will will make a quick video of like 5 to 20 seconds long, maybe usually, with some musical background. And if it goes viral, other people will start to like make their own versions. Basically, it will become a meme. Mm-hmm. But like a video meme and other people will take the theme of that original video and sort of remix it, but always with the same audio. Mm-hmm. So if a certain song becomes a viral TikTok and you're scrolling through TikTok all day, you'll hear the same clip of the same song oh, over and over again. Okay. Oh, interesting. Right? And this is actually how real like songs become real like Billboard number ones now. Really? Yeah. Huh. Hmm. Like they they catch on on TikTok and then the song actually becomes a hit. That's so funny. Yeah, like like the box by Roddy Rich. Have you heard that song? No. Yeah, that was like a Billboard number one for weeks and weeks this or a few months ago. Wow. And it was because it took took off on TikTok. But pew 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 is a couple year a couple years old, but I've been hearing it on TikTok a lot, and like I laugh every time I hear it. Is it and, and I and I'm the I'm the guy who's been walking around my apartment all day every day just going hold up wait a minute it's a chop pew 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 <laughs> like just <laughs> it's so dumb 
but I can't stop doing it. At some point, do you go, what am I doing? I'm an adult. And then you're like, oh, yeah, you. I don't care. Well, not only am I adult, but I'm single and I live alone. And so, like, my brain goes a little crazy sometimes and I will catch myself just yeah. doing shit like that. And just being like, get a hold of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, amusing myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just walking around going pew, 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 <laughs> like Auntie Hammy. Like, I'm a 37-year-old man. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do in these times, man. But it, it's stuck in my head, man. I can't get it out. I don't want to get it out. No, it but, doesn't sound but like TikTok, it. TikTok will enter your brain. Like, it really facilitates earworms that way. Because huh. not only are you hearing the same song over and over again, but you're hearing the same short clip of the song over and over again. That's right. You know what I mean? So you're just getting the same. Like, it's like just the hook. Yeah. Like, just the hook. It's really boiling pop music down to its fucking essence and just, like, drilling it into you. Wow. And, I've and, never but that's, of that. that's how kids listen to music now. Yeah. Just in these yeah. little snippets. Yeah. So I thought because of that, it was worth mentioning my biggest TikTok earworm. Definitely. Definitely. Wow. Yeah. That's, that, that's, that's earworms in 2020. Oh, no. All right. So for my number four, um, I hate that I like this song. I fucking hate it. It makes me mad. <laughs> but I'll hear it and I'll just be like, oh, God damn it. It's in my head now. Or I won't hear it and it'll just pop in my brain. It is yeah. Breakfast at Tiffany's by Deep Blue Something. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, right? I. It's not a good song. I don't no, like it. No, it's real bad. It's real but bad. It, I don't, I genuinely don't like that song. I don't hate it, but like, I support you. Yeah. I get it. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't, I want to not like it, but it'll get in my head and I'll just be yeah. like, and I said, what about breakfast at Tiffany's? I know that whole chorus and I'm like, well, why is this knowledge in my brain? It's useless and, and I don't want it. Yeah, that's one of those earworms where you'll catch yourself singing it and be embarrassed. Like, yes. wow, what if someone had heard me? Yeah. They might think that I like that song and I don't. No. <laughs> I just can't stop singing it. It's, yeah. That's exactly right with this song. It's it's embarrassing. Yeah. I don't like it, but yet it's in there. And, I mean, that song is from what, the mid-90s and it has yet to leave my brain. Yeah. <laughs> that one's also like 95 or 97. Yeah, I think it's 95 I, uh, or 96. You know what the most insidious way of, of an earworm emerging that way is, though, is when... You catch yourself whistling the tune before you even realize what song it is. You know what I mean? How do you mean? Like you'll be washing dishes and just be like. Oh. <laughs> and then you'll be like, what is that? And then you'll be like, oh, no, I was singing Breakfast to Tiffany's. Fuck, that's embarrassing. It's <laughs> <laughs> embarrassing. You feel like you caught yourself. Yes. <laughs> and it's worse, too, because I, I know the band name. It's not even like. Oh, I don't know who's saying that, or I mistake it. I know that it's Deep Blue Something. <laughs> Deep Blue Something. Stupid yeah. name, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God damn them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing about these earworms, is when they're the ones that are just, like, permanently lodged in your brain, yeah. you don't have to hear the song for it to get re-stuck in your head. Yes. They will just emerge spontaneously one day, Yeah. and you'll find yourself singing Deep Blue Something. Yeah. <laughs> it's science. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. What am I? Number four? Yeah. Okay. This is the one 
that is the one that I suspect is on a lot of people's list. And people hate on this band. And I've defended them before in a previous Don't At Me. Mm-hmm. And I'll still sort of defend them. I was like, people, like, they. I think my point was they kind of deserve to get dunked on. But people dunk on them too much mm-hmm. and and lay off. Okay. Okay. But I but I do not like this song and it drives me nuts when I can't get it out of my head. And it's called All Star by by the band Smash Mouth. I was close to putting that on. From yes, from their album Astro Lounge. And uh I like that song. I don't have a problem with it. I was thinking about it. I I remember sort of liking it for a minute when it was new. Mm-hmm. When you listen to it now, it might be the most dated song of all time in in the sense that it, it could not come from anything but 1999. Yeah. It's the most 1999 thing in the world. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes. But my what I was trying to think of when I was putting this list together is if I heard All Star today for the first time, would I like it? Hmm. And I don't know the answer to that question. I that really can't answer it. Is a tough question because the, besides the like the history of this song is it came out on an album and was on a soundtrack. Yeah, at the same time when it was a single, it was on the Mystery Men soundtrack. Remember that? Yeah, that movie. And it was a it was a big big hit in the summer of 1999, and then. A mere two years later, it was on the Shrek soundtrack. And it was a hit again for a generation of kids. And it's just a song that's never gone away. Yeah. Like, it's 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 in movies all the time. It's a meme. People make fun of it. It's, it's in on commercials. TikTok. It's on TikTok oh, constantly. I would imagine. Like, and solidly it's never even gotten a chance to be like a nostalgic hit because it's just always been wow and sort of in a mocking way but i I don't know it's just this weirdly and it's it's just sort of become like an easy reference for like a cheesy song and i'm like is it really that cheesy or is it just because it's always been so around i think it's because it's been so around it is low-hanging fruit but there yeah. are plenty of songs that are low-hanging fruit that you can dunk on. Yeah. Uh, this one's fine. I don't have a problem with it. It's a good tune. And like, yeah, you, when you watch the video for it, which which you uh-huh. do when you hear it, yeah. if you're me, like you can't help but picture the lead singer with his gelled hair and his like pencil thin goatee, yeah, and the bass player wearing a trilby hat, and they're and like baggy cargo pants oh yeah they're so it's so 1999 and they look cheesy and and so all of that informs how you take the song and that's why i really can't answer if i if i genuinely don't like the song or i just don't like everything that surrounds the song but it gets stuck in my head all the time and i don't care for it (laughs) i want when it happens i want it to stop yeah I don't feel that way necessarily with that song. I'm fine with it. I don't love it, but I'm like, oh, it's good. And now when I yeah. hear it, I just go, oh, nostalgic. That makes me feel good. So I'm okay with it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's funny. Um, all but right, that was the one number... that I thought might we might both have. But I almost put that on. Uh, I almost did. That's very funny. 
Uh, but my number three is actually uh, from the early 2000s. I think it's 2004. It's the only one that's not 90s for me. <laughs> and it's a song of inspiration um, okay. that I genuinely like. And uh, I feel good about it when I hear it. It's Unwritten by Natasha Bedingfield. Oh, yeah. We've talked about that on the show yeah, before. It's a good song. I, I don't know this song at all. You know the song. I do not. Because when Katie brought it up on the show before... And I said I didn't know what it was. You both insisted that I know note it. Did we play it for it. you? I knew it. You didn't, but I went and listened to it myself, and I had never heard it before in my life. I wow. Didn't know the song. It's yeah. one of those that was everywhere and played at graduations, and I think it's been on commercials. It's an everywhere song. It's a Target song, meaning that if you're yeah. in Target, you're going to hear it. But it's it's from a time in my life when I was the least in touch with everywhere songs. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Like You was, were diving deep into the obscure stuff. <laughs> yeah in 2004 yeah because i think katie was talking about it as a graduation song and also like your daughter had it as a like sixth she grade had graduation yeah, or something. Sixth grade. Yeah. but every time i hear it that hook there's there, there's a hook in it feel the rain in your face no one else can feel it for you i'm like yeah yeah <laughs> and again i don't like inspirational songs <laughs> you're like i don't, I don't like, like to be inspired, inspired. <laughs> <laughs> but i do like um it's another example of like how you mentioned with TikTok. It's just mm-hmm. the chorus. Like I yeah. don't care about the the verse at all. I just want to hear. There's a there's a uh, a choir that comes in in the end, and I'm like, Man, I don't care. I just want to hear the chorus. <laughs> just the chorus, and that chorus yeah. just worms its way into my brain every time. Yeah. Feel good, uh, Paul. I don't know. I'll give it another listen. Get an, I'm gonna get have inspired. To- some some thirteen year old's gonna have to make a TikTok meme out of it for for me to get interested. <laughs> be like, I like that Natasha Benningfield. Oh, I meant to mention this. As long as we're talking about TikTok, you know what's become a popular song for TikToks just in the past couple weeks, and I'm so proud of Gen Z for this. Cars that go boom by Latrell. <gasps> no. Yeah. Yes, that one has taken off. Okay. And, and it makes me so happy. If Okay, so after this podcast, I'm going to go upstairs yeah. into Lily's room and have her dial up her TikTok. Do I just <laughs> do I just search cars that go boom and something will pop up? No, I don't know if I don't know if you'll be able to. You can't like search it for it. Lily would know better than me, but the the way TikTok basically works is, you know how on Instagram it defaults to the feed of your friends yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. And but then if you go to the explore page, it will it will show you stuff it, it thinks you'll like. Yes. So TikTok defaults to the explore page. It's called oh, the for you page. Okay. Okay. And you have to swipe to look at your friends. It defaults to showing you the suggested stuff, and it's very addictive. Mm-hmm. Hours have flown by that I thought were twenty minutes, where I'm just <laughs> just watching just watching TikToks. Oh my god! And you're and they're only. But like I've never seconds. tried to call up one with a certain song. But what you can do is, if you get a, a TikTok video, you can click on the uh, like a little icon for the audio, and it will let you watch all the other videos that use that audio clip. Oh, that's cool. So if you do come across the Latrim one, yeah, you can click it and then watch all the TikToks people have made with the audio clip from Cars That Go Boom. That I love that. I love that. Yeah. So when you're on TikTok, you're mm-hmm. and say you're on for an hour, you're yeah. watching like 50, 60 videos. Oh yeah. 
And it's just like, it's, but, but like, you know, if I'm not interested right away, I'll just, and then people do cheesy things to try to grab your attention to get you to watch the video. Okay. It's, it's very hard to explain. It's its own social media universe that You're... once you, once you, it, it's very addictive. It's maybe the most addictive, even more than Vine was. It's the most addictive social media. I love how you're like, if I'm not grabbed immediately, I swipe away like, like some Gen Z person who can't be bothered. Yeah. With if, it. I mean, if there's just some meathead who's going to start talking about, you know, doing, I don't know. You can, you you get a sense of what different types of TikToks look like. Yeah. As soon as you see them and you can tell, like, I'm not going to, I don't want to hear to this kid or, <laughs> I don't like this, you know? Yeah. Um, and then the, of course the algorithm learns what you like and don't, don't like. Yeah. So it starts to show you like, if you know, we don't need to talk all about TikTok. That's a separate <laughs> I, podcast, yeah. but it is very, it is very music based. Not everything has yeah. a music clip in it. Sometimes it's just videos of people talking. Yeah. But uh, but a lot of it's music. Yeah, because I, I know there's a lot of dancing in it. And, you know, yeah. you're just taking the chorus or the hook of the dance. And, and yeah. that's that's very music-based. And sometimes they'll dig up an old classic like La Trim. That's – I, I got to try to and, find that. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're just seeing all these like 12 and 13-year-olds. Not that everyone on it is a kid, but there's lots of kids. Yeah. And and in, in the case of La Trim, I'm especially psyched to see – young people like discovering that song oh because, yeah yeah because it slaps it's great yeah every generation knows it <laughs> every legend. generation needs to know the truth <laughs> yeah uh okay my number three mm-hmm. is also from the 2000s it's from 2008 Ooh. and it's a song called that's not my name by the ting tings oh, i fucking love the ting tings yeah, that's a great song, right? That's a Remember great that song. It gets stuck in my head all the time. I constantly find myself singing it. However, I do not know the lyrics. <laughs> uh, they because, call me Stacy. Yes. I know that. It has multiple catchy parts. Yes. Because at the end it has that, oh, yeah. yeah. But but the hooky chorus where she's saying, like, they call me, uh, they call they me. Call me th- I don't yeah. know the That's names that name. she actually says. So whenever I'm singing it, I'm just saying a bunch of girls' names. <laughs> so I'll just, I'll just be singing it, being like, "They call me Amy. <laughs> they call me Jen. They call me." You know, like I'll just make it up. <laughs> so I'm always singing it, but I don't know the, word, <laughs> the words. That's a great song. I love that song. Yeah, I have really that song. Is. I jogged to that song. That's a that's a jam. I like the Ting Tings. Um, it's good. They it's did really good. a. Uh, just as a quick side note. They did. Yeah. They were on Yo Gabba Gabba once, and uh-huh. um, they did a cover of um, the. Uh, I think it's the waitresses. No, it's not the waitresses. There's a song from the '80s called uh, uh, "Happy Birthday." If they were me, if they were me, and I was you, and I was you. It's from Sixteen oh, Candles, kind of and the yeah, Ting yeah, Tings yeah. did it, and I was like, "Oh, yeah. this is why the Ting Tings are cool." I don't even know if the Ting Tings are still together. Yeah, that's a good question. For some reason, and I, I could just be making this completely up in my own head, but I thought that they, because it's just two people, it's the yeah. girl and the guy, and I thought that they were a couple, and maybe they broke up, and so the band broke up. Oh, okay. But I, I could be completely making yeah. that up. Well, let's just say that is. Yeah, I saw very early on when I moved to LA, like within the first couple months, I used to go to Paul F. Tompkins' live variety show every month at Largo. Mm-hmm. And... You know, he would do, he would always do sketches and some stand up, and he'd always have musical guests and do songs. And at the end of every show, 
he would sing because he's a pretty decent singer for a non-singer. Mm-hmm. He'd have all the guests come out, including his band and the musical guests, and he'd do a song, like yeah. a cover of some pop song. And one time he did That's Not My Name. Oh. It, was very, it was very fun. <laughs> and I think he had Maya Rudolph there that night. Oh. And so she, I know that I saw her at a couple of Paul F. Tompkins shows, and I think she was there the night that he did That's Not My Name. That's So whenever I hear it, I, I think of Paul F. Tompkins doing it at Largo. That's even better, so, honestly. Yeah. I mean, that's even way better. Oh, good choice, yeah. Paul. Good but choice. that's that. That's definitely one that. I mean, that song seems like on paper it should be annoying. Mm-hmm. But whenever it gets stuck in my head, I have so much fun singing it and just like making up different names to say when I sing the chorus. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great song. I, I, I truly, truly love that song. Yeah. Um, unlike my number two, which I'm, uh-huh. I'm kind of ambivalent about. I love I love the song, but I hate the band. Um, it's another '90s song. It's '96. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna guess you hate them. I'm gonna guess you hate the song. It's "Semi Charmed Life" by Third Eye Blind. Oh, <laughs> I hate that song so <laughs> much. I hated it immediately. Dude, you have to... I was a freshman in high school when that song came on. Oh, that's funny. Everybody was bananas for that song. I, I could not escape it. Yeah. I love and, it. Yeah. <laughs> Here's... Like, everyone likes it but me, honestly. People who's, yeah. who's who have great taste, they're just like, no, that's a great song. Something about the guy's voice is just like nails on a chalkboard for me. To me, I love that song. Yeah. I loved it when it came out. I loved it now. I love it now. That, <laughs> but I kind of, I, every time I see or think of the band, I'm like, oh, they can kind of fuck off. Yeah. They, but that's also like every band from the late 90s. True. But I, in that case, then I would hate <laughs> all of their songs then. And I would hate yeah. them in, in general. But I like this song so much. But I, I like, they seem like, pretend, I don't know them. I don't follow them other than the song. But they seem kind of like Jagoffs. And I hate the name. <laughs> Third Eye Blind. Third Eye like, Blind. Oh, shut yeah. up, dude. That's such a name of a band from that era. It really is. Yeah, we have yeah. a third eye, but it's blind. Get it? It's like Vertical <laughs> it's so Horizon. Deep. It's like we're deep, but we're not. Yeah. we know it. We're winking like, at our deepness. We're smart, but we know we're that we're that. And like, oh, <laughs> fuck off. Yeah. Just play Semi-Charm and Life. People love to talk about like Semi-Charm Life is one of those songs where it's real like – catchy and upbeat but when you listen to the lyrics you realize it's about drug addiction it's actually really dark man. And isn't that deep and i'm like no because the lead singer has like this weird smug whininess to his voice yes and agree i i cannot i feel like if if they had had a different lead singer or if another band did that song i'd like that song oh interesting you know what i mean like i yeah. don't think it's inherent to the song that i hate it i think it's Third Eye Blind. Yeah, third Eye Blind. I, I yeah. can see that. I can see that. I mean, that's the thing. Like, And he kind of like mumbles and, and sings real fast. So I don't even know the lyrics. I have no yeah. idea what the lyrics are. I just like the song. Yeah. Yeah. I think it, yeah, I, 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 I can't blame the song because I can detect the hookiness in it. And it's almost yes. like my brain wants to like it. Yeah. Because it's like I can, I can see the great pop song craft in it. Mm-hmm. Which almost is, makes me angrier about it. Like, no, <laughs> it should have been a good song. It's it's almost getting into you as an earworm, and then you're pushing it out, you're <laughs> pushing it out because you're like, no, it's not. Oh, I love that part. I want to love that hook because I love la la la's and sing yeah. song 
hooks. Yeah. I just, I wish that he'd written it and like given it to a better band. <laughs> you could have given you know it to mean? the Ting Tings. <laughs> and that would have been good. Sunny Charmed Life. Yeah. yeah Sunny Charmed I, I, Life. I can remember, like I have very strong freshman year of high school memories. The spring of 1997. Yeah, because I I remember. Oh God, I just moved to LA. Like just moved. Yeah, yeah. that's so funny. Oh boy. Yeah, that song. (laughs) It's funny when there's a song you and we've talked about this before. A song you hate that still has so much nostalgia built into it, just because it's so of its time. It's of its time, and it was everywhere, and you can't you can't escape it. Yeah, yeah. No, you can't. Um, Yeah, I have that for my number two. As well, although it's a little earlier in the 90s. And in this case, it's a song I love. And mm-hmm. I don't know. Here's the thing about this song. I don't know how much respect it gets in hip hop circles. It's from mm-hmm. 1995. It's a one hit wonder. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like there are cheesy hip hop songs like not to go off on a tangent, but there's that song Tipsy by Jay Kwan from like oh, the I love Tipsy. 2000s. Yeah. I love Tipsy, but <laughs> people who like hip hop are like, that song is whack and fuck Jay Kwan. Because it's not like respected, you know? Yeah. Although Kanye did once say that's his favorite song. I mean, it's a good song. It's, it's Kanye hooky West said and it's fun. His favorite. It's, got that, it's got the same sort of beat that makes Lip Gloss by Lil Mama my favorite uh, song. I love Lip Gloss. But, you know, like he's not, Jay Kwan isn't like respected yeah. as a rapper. And, yeah. and I wonder, I don't know what the reputation for I Wish by Skilo is. I Wish is I an amazing it. song. It's great, but it's like a one-hit wonder. It's sort of a novelty. But I, I constantly have that song stuck in my head. Oh, that's a good pick. That is a good pick. I, I Wish would, by Skilo. I, I listen to I Wish all the time because that's another song that I drop yeah. to. I love that song. I'm going to make a guesstimation and say that that song is respected, but on a very base level. Like, I think people go, oh, yeah, that was a good one hit wonder. Good, good job, little guy. Way to, way right, to go. But no one's going like, no, Skilo is actually the shit. Like, he should have been big and he's, you know. Yeah, like no I, one's citing Skilo as an actual, like, undiscovered legend. No, I agree. But I yeah. think they're... It's more than, you know, tipsy where they're like, oh, fuck that song. They're like, no, 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 that's a cute song. That's really good. Good job, guy. Yeah. But and it's almost it. novelty. It's a song about like, he's yeah. how, it's about how he's not cool. Yeah. So it was sort of like, you know, playing with rap, like hip hop tropes about, you know, bragging. Yeah. And, uh, but I, uh, I mean, the, the, the chorus is obviously hooky, but I also know all the words. Oh, nice. So, and so the part that gets stuck in my head is the first verse. Like, I will always catch myself rapping the first verse of that song. Which is? I Wish by Skeela. <laughs> no, the first verse. Oh, you you want me to rap? I'm not going to rap. You don't have to rap. No, just, no <laughs> just give the lyrics. How can you, how can you say lyrics to a, a verse in a, hip, in, a, in a rap and not rap it? <laughs> I can do it because my the, the lyric the parts that I always think of for that yeah. is uh, "Hey you, what's that sound? Everyone that sound. knows what's Everybody. going." Sure, that but that's to me the that's, from that's the Buffalo that's Springfield the song. Yeah, that's that gets stuck in my head sometimes too. Okay, but it starts. It go, the first verse is "I wish I was like six foot nine because then I could get with Leoshi because she don't know me, but she's really fine." 
I see all the time everywhere I go. And even in my dreams, I can scheme a ways to make her mine. I bet. Yeah. You could do, I bet you, you could multitask and still do the rap. Yes. I I do do that. Yeah. Yeah. I bet. Like I'll just be, for you, it's like running for me. It's doing chores. Like (laughs) I'll get songs stuck in my head, doing chores. I'll be like cleaning the bathroom and just, you know, rapping. I wish by Skilo. That's I, but, I love but that's that another one where I'm always like pleased when it gets stuck in my head for no reason at all. Agree, agree. That's a that's a pleasant one. Unlike Breakfast at Tiffany's, and the nostalgic uh, memory is very specifically like it was a huge hit the summer of yeah. 2000 of 1995. It was everywhere that summer. Yeah, and the first time I heard it was on the last day of seventh grade. <laughs> oh my god because you know in junior high like it's the last day of school and it's basically a party like we had a cookout yeah and we were it was like recess all day basically and they gave us a cookout and i remember hearing it like someone had a boombox or whatever and they just had the radio on and that i remember hearing it on the last day of seventh grade uh that's a good memory. and then it was and then it was everywhere that summer that's that feels like that memory feels appropriate for that song yeah, it's a great like cookout song. Like, yeah, it's great yeah. last day of school. We're just gonna it's party. It's a summer song. Yeah, yeah, for let's sure. Let's get it going. Yeah, I love that one. That's a good yeah. one. That's a good one. My number one is also a rap song uh, yes. that you will know. Uh, it is from '93, I believe, and um, I got not much to say about it other than "Whoop, there it is" by Tag Team. <laughs> Whoop, there it is Whoop. by Tag Team. Whoop, there it is by Tag Team. That, yeah. that bass to it, just the chanting. There's a part where they go boom, shaka, laka, shaka, laka, shaka, laka. All of that. <laughs> shaka, boo. <laughs> uh, and I, I Whoop, legit there like it that. Is. Whoop, there it is, is the all star by Smash Mouth of hip hop for me. Ooh, fair assessment. I would not, I would not say no to that. In that, I feel like it got co-opted by kids' culture. Mm-hmm. Oh, you yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it became I a kid like there was song. like a dis- a, Yeah, there's like a Disney version of it where Mickey raps it or it's just yep. used in a lot of kids' movies. Yep. And it's the kind of thing where it's be- it's so cheesy to me now, but if I heard it today for the first time with completely pure, fresh ears, would I like it? That's a very good question. Yeah. You might just because it's it's generally a, a hooky song, and yeah. it's not necessarily stupid, but you can groove to it. Um, it's can, one of those. It's just one of those party tracks from the nineties. Yeah, it's a straight up. Yeah, like whatever yeah. those like it's party time CDs. <laughs> that would be like cut number seven. Jump uh, around would be uh, one. Jump around's a good one too. The train by Quad City DJs would be I, on that. Yep. <laughs> Who let the dogs out? I'm sure would be on there as well. Yeah. That song sucks, but yeah, whoop! There it is. Uh, I find immensely hooky, and then just like because you're just walking around all of a sudden, you're like, whoop! There it is. Just like in everyday, yeah. like I can't find my glasses. Whoop! There it is. <laughs> but <laughs> you just I, sometimes I do that. That's definitely one on the list of like it would get stuck in my head, and then I'd catch myself and feel embarrassed. <laughs> Because you just feel whack, like whoop. Yeah, it's like a song that Robin Williams would sing in a movie when he's being hip hop. You know what I mean? Like it's like, or yes. like a dad saying, like, ah, your kids like that whoop. There it is. <laughs> or they would try to use it in some sort of joke, 
as like, look at me being cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and none of that is the song's fault. No, not at all. Not at all. Right. right. But you bring up a good point that it really did become like kidified. Yeah. 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 It was like it really kid they really kid bossed it. And you know, it was play it's played at um it's played at basketball professional basketball games still to this day. Oh, it's definitely a jock jam yeah. for sure. It's a jock yeah, jam for yeah, sure. Yeah, so yeah. it's gotta be a little clean because there's families there. So right. Yeah, because it's the rare family friendly hip hop record from yeah. the nineties. Exactly. No, yeah. Exactly. That was that was my number one. That's a that's yeah. Forget about that. Yeah. That's a good one. My number one is gonna seem like a curveball. All right. But this is like this is the the one where when I pitched this, I was like, yeah, this song. Because I've been saying for twenty plus years that this song is stuck in my head at least once a month hmm. for it's from nineteen ninety six. So for twenty four years. Okay. It's just the just the chorus, just a few lines from it get stuck in my head. And I hate this song. None of the other songs on my list I've really hated. All Star, mm-hmm. I'm kinda like it's annoying. Yeah. This song I hate. I've always hit I don't even know if I've ever heard the whole song. Definitely never listened to it on purpose. It's from a musical, but it's from the movie version of the musical that came out in nineteen ninety six. I'm dropping a lot of hints. I'm still not picking it up yet. The song that gets stuck in my head more than any other song in the world, by a lot, uh-huh. is Don't Cry For Me, Argentina by Madonna. Oh, God, that song From the movie sucks. version of Evita. Oh, Paul, I feel bad. I'm sorry. It's a, it is the curse of my life, Kirk, that this happens to me. I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know what it is. No one ever, like... It's not like my mom had that CD and yeah. played it in the house a lot or anything, but it was a it was a radio hit yeah. when it when it came out. It was a hit. Yeah. This Andrew Lloyd Webber musical song. Yeah. That that Madonna did. And like I'll just wake up one day and that whole day I will hear Madonna's voice singing the chorus from Don't Cry for Me. <laughs> I've never seen Evita. Yeah. I don't really know anything about Ava Perone. I don't know what the musical's about. Nope. But I will just I will just hear Don't Cry for Me, Argentina. And just like a few lines. Don't cry for me, Argentina. The truth is I never left you. All through my wild days, my mad existence, I kept my promise. That's it. That's all I know from the song. And I will just have that on a loop for at least a whole day, sometimes a stretch of days. That is a miserable way to live. It, it I hate to end this fun segment on like a dark <laughs> note. But it's a fucking curse, man. Yeah, that's torture. For a, for a quarter of a century, this has been in my head. You must have done something wrong in a previous life. It's, it was this life, man. <laughs> it was. Let's be honest. It doesn't have you, to be a previous life. You did something wrong and you're being punished for it. Because that song is trash. Lyrics are trash. Yeah. Oh, everything about it's gross. That's so yeah. weird. It's so weird, yet it's a fitting song to punish you with yeah yeah and it's not like it's really a catchy pop song no it's clunky i don't think anyone else has this problem no but man can't shake it i cannot shake it you officially have a condition yeah it feels like a disease yeah (laughs) 
oh, now I'm worried that you're going to have that in your head for the rest of the night, like when you go to bed. Almost guaranteed. Oh, almost guaranteed. I, uh, but then again, you know, they say if you have a song stuck in your head, they say a lot of the time, the reason why it happens, and I don't know if there's any science to back this up, but I've heard that frequently you'll get a song stuck in your head because you, the song you you don't hear the whole song like you turn it off or or otherwise just don't get to hear the mm-hmm. end and so your brain is trying to resolve the music somehow huh and so they say that the way to cure an earworm is to listen to the song that's stuck in your head and that'll knock it out are you really going to do that with don't cry from argentina i i wonder because this is such an affliction for me i doubt that listening to the song once will cure yeah. it i wonder if i have to watch evita Ugh, that's brutal too. The, but it's it's like like chemotherapy. Like you're basically poisoning your body, but it, for to to cure yes. the worst thing. Oh, now I want you, know you to I do mean? this and report back it's, to us. It's like radiation or whatever. Yeah. Like I, maybe I need to expose myself yeah. to the extremely risky cure. I in order to cure the disease. I don't want you to suffer. But yet I want you to be cured, but I want you to do this so I'll have content for the pod to see if it works. Because that's fascinating. <laughs> that's fascinating. Do I need to watch Evita? Do you think you can sit through But that all could of make it. it worse, man. The science hasn't been done on this. Yeah. You're, it's, and I hate I hate to quote I hate to quote this quotation, but we don't want the cure to be worse than the disease. I mean, especially with Evita. You know what I mean? What if I watch Evita and don't cry for me, Argentina, just occurs in my brain more frequently and louder or what if the other songs which yeah. i have no idea what any of them are which what if they all become earworms yeah. to me i don't know when if you learn all the lyrics to don't cry from argentina and so then it's all in there yeah. <laughs> i mean it's a risk that's the thing yeah. with new medications it's a risk it, it, it is i think it needs to get to the point where this condition becomes terminal <laughs> in the sense that it drives me so crazy. Yeah. It's either like try watching a Vita or actually kill myself. To, yeah. To end <laughs> my nightmare. Yes. Things get so bad that you're like, yeah. well, I just, I got to put on a Vita. <laughs> just, just, just roll up my sleeves and sit down by myself. Yep. And Weird. watch a Vita. Oh no. <laughs> Who oh, else no. is in that? Is it, um, What's, uh, not Armand Asante. Uh, is it uh, Antonio? Antonio Banderas, Banderas, I think, is in it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I think I think so. Um, yeah, it's funny because you're gonna go, you're gonna leave this pod tonight thinking of "Don't Cry for Argentina." I'm gonna be thinking because it's in my brain now. Is the Ting Tings? Yeah, that's not a bad ear. No, so I feel good. I'm like, oh, I'll go to sleep with that in my head. I hope that maybe one of the other ones from my list will will elbow. Madonna out of the way. Are uh, you hoping? Would you accept semi charm life as a replacement for tonight? Ooh. If it knocks it out just for the night, it's tough, right? Yeah, I probably would. Because the <laughs> do 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 the do 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 part is catchy enough. Yeah. That I could tolerate that. If I just got that stuck in my head, I could enjoy it. Um, oh. You're in for yeah, a rough night, don't, Paul. Don't cry for me, Argentina. Sucks, dude. <laughs> it fucking sucks. It does. Good God. And, I, I, and I listen to it all the time in my head. I am so sorry for your affliction. <laughs> I really am. That's awful. That's, the, that's a real topper, huh? Woo. <laughs>
Oof. Yeah. Um, but those are our top five earworms. Yeah. So Listen now you at have your them. Own risk. Yeah. Anyone listening, listen at your own risk to any of those songs. Someone's going to get something stuck in their head tonight. Because even the most pleasant song, if it's an earworm for too long, will start to drive you nuts. Oh, yeah. You want it out. Yeah. Yeah. When it starts to become like like an itch or a scab you can't stop picking and you just want to, or like, you know, a hangnail. Just yeah. Like, just go away. Yeah. You just want it gone. That will, that will happen yeah. to those who listen today. So <laughs> forewarned, yeah. I guess. These are all powerful, powerful. <laughs> they are yes and if just by talking about them we've put one in your head and you don't like it i'm sorry yeah we're sorry we're dangerous men yeah and if you have the same affliction as me if somehow you, maybe this is the thing that a lot of people real have with don't cry for me argentina but we just haven't found each other like we don't we haven't oh. like come together as a community yet yeah you know what i mean maybe you coming out of the shadows and admitting this affliction will yeah. bring people together and find a cure like uh, like never nudes on arrested development there are dozens <laughs> of us you know what I mean? <laughs> oh no you compared it yeah. to never nudes yeah so please please write us at musicregan at gmail.com if you have this problem yes i really feel alone sometimes when I'm, yeah when i'm in the shower just going <laughs> help paul out please people yeah but um that's it for this mini episode all right all right bye everybody bye <laughs>